Welcome to the Fulfillment Project Podcast. I'm your host, Simply Sarah, and I'm so glad that we've connected here today. I've created a series called Life Chats. This is a four-part series of each of my amazing guests as I take you on a journey through their awakening process. My aim and goal for this show is to give you, the seeker, a container to explore your own growth as you awaken and step into more alignment, more joy, and more fulfillment every single day. Rachel, welcome back to The Fulfillment Project. This is your life chat series, and we are wrapping up with part four with you today. This is exciting. Thank you. Yes, you're very welcome. Um, I invited you on because you had such an amazing, we'll say, awakening over the past year and really coming into yourself and trusting yourself and opening up your intuition and Mm -hmm. bringing this evolved version of yourself into your business and your offers. And so if anybody hasn't listened to parts one, two, or three, please go back because we talk about all of that. And, you know, up until this point now where, I mean, I'll use this word and correct me if I'm wrong, but there is stability in the growth that you're having Mm -hmm. um, because there's a lot more conscious awareness. You have a lot more tools in your toolbox and there is this daily and weekly calibrating that you're able to do with yourself. Absolutely. And I think comfort, there's a comfort in it now, whereas before it would come as it was kind of, if it would come out of the blue, now I see it. I, and I'm, I'm, I'm a little more comfortable in it. I won't say I'm 100% comfortable in it, but I'm a little more comfortable in it. So comfort is definitely definitely there in helping me to uh, recalibrate and just evolve even more. Yeah. Yes. Now, let's say there's someone listening here who hasn't felt a huge growth in their life and they haven't felt a huge personal transformation. Maybe they've transformed their body, but they haven't felt like they're literally two different people over a period of time of doing some conscious work on themselves. Mm -hmm. How would you explain what that growth phase is like? And how would you explain how you feel like a different person on the other side? Mm, That's a great question. Um, If it, (laughs) I know um, it's hard. I know it's it's a hard one. So first and foremost, know that you're not alone. Know that you are not alone and you can, there's definitely a community out there that can support you. And I know for a lot of people, and this is something that I've experienced and I've seen with my clients is the first thing they see, they say is I am so alone in this because nobody around me understands or are going through it. And so the first thing you are not alone and it's, there are just words, just know that it is true. And if you look, you can find some Facebook community, you can look on meetup, there are groups of people that gather together for exactly that reason, because they feel alone on their growth journey. And so that's, that's the first thing that I want to say for that Two, don't give up. Okay. It's so easy to get into the growth cycle, as we call it, your evolution, your, your expansion. It's so easy to get uncomfortable and fearful that it's easier to go back to who you were before. It's easier to go back into your comfort zone than to tip your toes over that line, right? Keep going. It gets better and better and better. And if you're listening to this, you've heard a lot of these live chats. You've heard a lot of Sarah's podcast and everybody will say, and we're probably all addicted to it now in a good way, but it's such a good place to be now. We want more of it. We look forward 
to the next growth, um, the next the next growth cycle that we're going to go through. And so it gets better and it gets easier to navigate. Absolutely gets me easier to navigate. But what does that look like? And it'll look like different for everybody depending on where they're at. But definitely there is a sense of awareness where something's not working for you anymore. There's something in your life that's not working for you and, and needs change. And so at that point, you have to make the decision, am I willing to do the work to change that? Or am I staying here? And in this, I'm going to say misery, because that's the word that's coming through, but it just in this stuckness, right? And if you're making the choice to move forward, keep moving. It's, you're going to feel things you've never felt before. Sit with it. Don't suppress. That's huge here. Don't suppress. Sit with it. Listen to what it has to say. And then take that, do differently, move, move ahead, move ahead, but don't, don't. And, and we all fall off the wagon. We all do it at one point or another. It's easier sometimes to go back, but get back up, get back up. And you and I can both attest to, you can knock me down, but we will get back up every single time. And so I look at it that way, like it, the growth will come. It might knock me down, but I'm willing and I'm ready. Let's get back up. Let's get better. Right. Yeah. Alignment is really caring about how you feel and then closing that gap between where you are versus where you want to be if you feel like there is a gap. And so I want to talk about that gap that you closed for yourself. Mm -hmm. And so what is that gap that you closed? How would you explain that? I For me, it was acceptance. It was to accept me, one, myself, except that the, the life journey that I had been on in my past and where I was going, it was to accept that I had a hand in creating my reality in some form, some sort of form, but it was to accept that I didn't have all the control. And that was a hard one for me because I loved control. It was so much easier for me to, um, to do everything myself, to tell everybody how to do it. Um, you know, hang on to the remote while I'm watching TV or drive. <laughs> I have to drive the car, like all these little things we laugh, but they're all part of the big picture of control. And so for me, control was huge here was to be able to just sit back and say, I don't have the control of everything. There is a higher power working with me. Yes, I can do what I can. I have my, my, uh, my job to do, but the universe also has its job to do. And it's not my job to try to force the universe to do it that way. And so trust and surrender was huge for me. Something I'm still working on today, every single day, because it is one of the hardest things that I've ever, I've ever done was to let go of the steering wheel and to just say, this is where I see my business going. This is how I see my business unfolding, but that's not, maybe not how it's going to completely unfold. And so to really take a step back, let go of the wheel and say, and, and start creating with the universe. And, and somebody might be like, okay, Rach, how do you do that? So th these are things that I started doing um, more frequently this year, actually, where every week 
I take an hour out of my schedule. There's an hour in my schedule every single week that says uh, meeting with your higher self. And every week I sit in meditation in my nothingness, but I sit in my, med in my meditation and I tap into my heart. I tap into my soul. I tap into my intuition and I remove all the thoughts, remove the fears, the doubts, the what I think my business should look like. I remove all of that, breathe in. I take some time. I take out my journal and I let my intuition speak. And it's pretty amazing when you start journaling how you can get out of your head. Your thinking mind doesn't have doesn't have time to um, to reach your writing because you're writing so fast. Everything's coming through with your intuition. And I have specific questions depending on what's going on. I have a launch coming. Okay, how are we going to launch this this time? And I let my intuition speak where my intuition is linked to the universe. And so everything that's coming through my intuition is actually a message from the universe. And so I just write. And I write and I write and every week I do this, I recheck in with myself because some things can change and it's okay to change. And so, yeah, and I meet with my higher self and we have a one hour meeting every week to make sure that I'm in alignment with my truth, alignment with my core and anchored into earth and not into my fears and in my head. And I let the universe guide me this way. And then from this, I take action. This becomes my action plan every single week. Um, this is how we're going to move forward in the next week or in the next couple of weeks. This is what we're launching. This is what's coming up for me. And that has been a game changer, a huge game changer to really anchor into my truth and not let myself get stuck into my head. Yeah, I've seen that with a lot of women business owners like ourselves who we're great at the strategy. Damn, are we great at the strategy? And mm -hmm. we love the logic and we love the do. And you know, I, I really enjoy working with a woman when she knows the strategy of how to build a business because it, it's a framework, mm -hmm. but a lot of people focus on just what is that framework and the action steps. And they're not asking the question of what is the energy that I'm putting into that framework? What am I creating out of that framework? And sometimes we're busy in the doing and the action. We're like, I'll take a breath and feel better when it's over. Mm. No, 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 no. Let's take that time. I love what you just said there, but that meeting, like date with your higher self. Is that what you called it? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, um, and, and it's pretty amazing the support that I felt because as a solopreneur, like a lot of people are, a lot of the times you feel alone in your business. This gave me uh, a support that I didn't even know was there that I wasn't tapping into. Let's put it that way. It's always been there. I just wasn't tapping into it. but. Now, it, it, like I, I release the control and I let myself be guided. And if my intuition tells me this, I don't question it. If, if my intuition tells me this is the price you're going to price this, I don't question it. I do. Instead of always looking out and, oh, how, how much are they pricing their things? What are they doing? What, um, am I in the right? No, it doesn't matter. I'm in my lane. I'm doing me. Because all of our paths are different. Every single one of our paths are different. We're not here for the same reason. And so why am I not working with my higher self to create what is meant in my purpose in this world today? So, yes, yes. You were talking about uh, acceptance being mm -hmm. one of the major things that transformed 
um, for you. And I really see acceptance as that line between fear and love. Like as soon as we can accept where we are, the quote unquote, maybe good, the bad, the reality of it. Sometimes we get so fantasized in our head of like, I am this person and I do this and this is happening and kind of to remove all those labels and masks and who we think we are and who the world sees us as and just acceptance, then we're able to look at ourselves with much more love and compassion and be putting that into everything that we're doing moving forward, as opposed to being on the other side of that, which is fear and trying to grip to things and make things happen and think I need to be, this should be this way. Um, But acceptance takes a lot of vulnerability and surrendering. And so let's, let's talk about surrendering because I find it's a very powerful word, something I heard long before I learned how to really do it. It sounds great, but it can also sound like we are losing control. Mm -hmm. And so what has surrender opened up in your life? Mm, um, more. That's the word that comes to me is more. It's opened up more. And I was a, I was a clingy person. I would hang on to things so bad at my, and I could see this my entire life and I'd hang on to people. I'd hang on to things because of my abandonment and rejection um, wounds, but I would hang on and I would force them in. But when I was able to let go, there was this freedom. There was this freedom within me that, that I could just breathe. I could just be. And it was like, oh, I'm here. Me, I am here in this moment. And if it doesn't look like it's supposed to, it's okay. But for me, surrendering was huge. And it's something that I've brought into my coaching a lot of. We do this. And actually, I have a group that we've been working on that for the last couple of weeks. And how do you do it? Because we're so used to the control. We're so used to clinging. We're so used to, like, I don't want to lose that love. I don't want to lose that person. I don't want to lose my business. And so what I found, the best way for me, the first thing I did was I actually sat, actually laid down on the floor. And I completely, like in Shavasana, right, lay down on the floor, and I just let my body melt into the ground, just feeling the support. Because a lot of us don't know what that feels like to be supported. And so to for letting the ground support me, and I spend some time doing that, just not having anything to do at that moment, but let myself be supported by life. And trying to let go, let go of the thoughts, let go of the emotions and just be. And it's, it sounds silly right now as I'm saying it, but that was instrumental for me to be able to just let go and feel that I was supported. Because most of the time, like right now, the chair is supporting me, but if I'm not conscious about it, I have no idea that I'm being supported right now, right? So it's to, to really change your perspective and be aware of the different ways, the more you feel supported, the more you're letting go, the more you're surrendering. And so that's why meeting with my higher self and feeling that support from the universe really helped me to let go and surrender and to just become the observer. And you and I have been talking about this for a year now about becoming the observer and just observing everything that is going on, not attaching, just watching everything happen and trusting. And I think trust goes hand in hand with surrender. 
you got to trust. You got to trust in a higher power. You got to trust in something bigger than yourself. There is no if in doubt there. You have to trust. You can't do it all on your own. That's when you start clinging. But to trust, but to trust that you are divinely guided in everything that you're doing. And I was talking with a group of mine this week and we were talking about being on podcasts and she was so into her head saying, oh, I should have said this and I should have said this. And I'm like, trust that everything that came out of your mouth, someone needed to hear it. And it was meant to come out instead of being stuck in your head and always um, going over it. And so trust and surrender for me are huge. I don't know if I answered your question, but. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I like that you said surrender is really more. And if we under, or sorry, acceptance, acceptance is really, uh, it's a feeling of more, you get more, this more, that if you look at a frequency scale, and even if anybody takes the vibequiz.com, if you look at where acceptance is, is up in love anything, you know, and then in fear. So fear is lack, fear is less, fear is scared, fear is that constriction. Whereas if we're up in that vibration of love, it, doing those multiple things and acceptance is one of them, of course, it's going to expand. Of course, yeah. we're going to feel more love, more joy, more support, uh, all of the mores. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's, it's, there's the saying that we've heard, right? If you love something, let it go. If it comes back to you, it's yours. <laughs> Okay, that just came into my head. I haven't thought about that in a while, but it's to, that 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 thought of surrender. You surrender it, so much more is coming back to you, more than you can ever imagine, and that's why I use the word more because it's so much more. Yes, and and I, you know, with going back to the, I like the dichotomy of like fear versus love because mm -hmm. when we're surrendering, we so much of our ego wants to predict the future, which mm -hmm. is why we usually run in fear. We're trying to predict what's going to happen. How's it going to feel? How's it going to go? Is it going to go perfect? Am I going to do blah, blah, blah. And we're trying to uphold a, um, a vision of what's going to happen, even though we can't predict it, which keeps mm -hmm. us in fear. And so surrendering to even what you said there, what came out, came out, whether it was thought, you know, you should have went back on a podcast and said this, or you walk away from a fight. You're like, Oh, I should have said that. Like we do it with so many different things, but just to trust that like, I can't predict this. So why am I going to spin in my head right now to go over all like the shoulds and could mm haves -hmm. and, and all those things that literally do not make it like they're not going to change anything. You're just driving yourself mad. No. And 98% of what we worry about never happened. Right. So let that sink in. Mm. Mm -hmm. Beauty. That is so gold. Right. And so I, like I said, I'm still working with surrendering and trusting like yeah, it's, it's always working on it yeah right yeah. and yeah and it's to and it's it's to move through your day-to-day -day using it and so for me I like I said I've become this this observer and I observe everything and I'm very aware now of the emotions that are coming up for me and every now and again I still catch myself and I'm like huh I'm in worry right now yeah I'm worried about this I'm worried about that I'm worried and I'm like okay I acknowledge you. I know I feel you. I know you're there. I don't need you. And so it's to really to let it release through you, right? And just to yeah. let it come through. And I really look at growth like that. You know, to embark on a growth journey, you have to get to the point where you're you're done with suffering. And suffering doesn't have to mean that your life is falling apart and you're at rock bottom, but maybe it's just some mental suffering and some pressure that you put on yourself. Yeah. But you have to decide. I'm done. Like I'm done with suffering. And then the daily work is to catch these things 
because they're going to happen. We're going to have anxiety. We're going to have worry. That ego fear mechanism is so natural for us. It, it's a defense mechanism. It, it helps us keep alive just in the day today we're living in. There's not so much um, uh, fear of, of us dying from like a saber right. tiger or something like that. Right? right. And so we just need to learn like, no, I'm okay right now. Like I don't need to worry about this. And so all this stuff is going to continue to pop up, but it's not like it doesn't go away. And I think that's such a huge point for people to take away. It's like that fear is never going to go away. You just get better at handling it because mm-hmm. you don't attach, you release, you let go, you tell yourself, or you, you know, have that reasonable conversation with yourself of like, Hey, this is reality right now. And this is not reality. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a, that's a big question to ask yourself, right? Is this truth or not? Mm -hmm. Am I making this up? (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Uh, Last episode, we were talking about how you were bringing this new version of yourself into your business and, and how really just trusting that and using your intuition. And it's been uh, what, like almost like 10, eight, 10 months now that you've been shifting your, your, your business and your messaging, and you got some core offers that are stable and you got a community going. And so what is it like having this new energy in with your business and and some of the old framework and some of the old teachings and stuff, but you are different showing up in them. Absolutely. And the energy is completely different. There's so much more, um, excitement or, um, love, love is what's coming through to me. There's so much more love. I am, I'm so passionate about what I teach because I've lived it. I've seen it. I've seen how it's changed my life. And so I'm so passionate about, about it. And so I use that passion. I still, like I said, I still use the old framework, but it's changing. It's, it's, it's being morphed into um, a, a framework that is in completely alignment with myself. And so like you were saying, like I, I build community. I built a community. I have some, some key offers that I do that are like, one of them is all about your intuition. It's growing your intuition. And and it's so fun. Like I show up with that playfulness to it now, whereas before it was kind of like, it's my job. This is what I do. I'm showing up as a coach. And you, you mentioned earlier that the, the, the aspect of vulnerability, well, if you've been following me for the last year, you've seen that change and how I am, I'm an open book. I will share with you. I'll be vulnerable. I'll be raw with what I'm going through because as, as a coach, I go through it as well. That's that's the acceptance piece. You accept where you are and you're okay where you are. And so I don't need to put this mask on and pretend I'm something else. I don't need to put on this hard shell to try to protect myself because I know I'm not okay. And I don't want you to know I'm not okay. And like all these defense mechanisms that we put up that end up causing us so much more suffering in the long run. Right. And, and we're all human. And so, so many people can relate with what I'm going through. Nobody's talking about it. And so I open up that space where I talk about it. I'm going through an anxiety attack right now. This is how it feels. This is what I'm thinking. This is what I'm doing. And the people that respond and are like, wow, like I needed to hear this. Thank you. Um, it's, it's pretty amazing. And so bringing in that vulnerability piece has been huge for me. And so finding the acceptance in where I'm at is that for me was like life-changing. Yeah. I love what you said there about the the support. Because I also feel that when you recognize you're going through it, you're able to show up in conversations, whether it's with a friend or in a community or, you know, uh, with your spouse from a, you just want them to be a sounding board and you're not in victim mode. Mm -hmm. 
And I really found this with, with Joe, like I go to him now and be like, Hey, like I'm feeling this anxiety right now. Like this is going on and I really don't need anything from him. I just need to talk and process because I'm going to get through this by myself. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know that you trust yourself, you know, to know that. And I do the same thing with my husband because my husband's a problem solver. And so when I come to him, I'm like, no problems need to be solved. I just need to voice this out right now. This is how I'm feeling. Blah, 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 right. And then once it's out, then I'm like, okay, that's good. Now I can process. Now it made more sense. Now I can move on. So yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I think that's such a huge point. Um, especially any women listen here. The masculine is a fixer. The masculine, it, you know, likes to make sure it's protecting and, and that it's serving it, it's feminine. And so a lot of times, even if there's toxicity in any relationship, if the feminine breaks down, he's either going to shut down because he doesn't know how to fix her or he's going to try to fix too much when maybe she just doesn't need fixing. But also mm-hmm. if she's in a victim mode, she's going to want to feed into his ability to try to, to fix. And so if, you know, if you're going through growth work and you're really grounded in what you're doing and you want your masculine there just as a sounding board, make sure he knows that. Like, Hey, yeah, like, I, don't, I, don't, I don't, I don't, I don't need anything from you. Like I don't need to be fixed. I'm just going to stand here and cry right now. Like yeah. I, I've, I've and, done that sometimes. Yes. And I, I huge point here for anybody, you have to be specific. Like I can't just go up to my husband and say, this is how I feel. He goes into fixing mode right away. That's his natural. I have to say, I don't need you to fix anything. I just need you to listen. Huge there. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. How do you recognize now when you're out of alignment? Because alignment is really, uh, it's, it's a daily thing. It's this regulating and calibrating and getting still with yourself. And so what are some, we'll say like signs and symptoms that come up where you're like, oh, this needs some focus to bring back in? Yeah. My biggest one is struggle and my mood. Okay. This is something that's funny. My mood is something that I've been working on. I've been starting to work with my cycle to see where I'm at in my cycle with my moods. But if I start struggling, if I am sitting at my desk and I'm trying to do something and it's not working and I'm, 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 I get to that point where I feel like, okay, I'm pushing. I know I'm struggling. I know I'm out of alignment. I need to relook at one at what I'm doing, but two at how am I doing it and what energy am I showing up in? Right. Because sometimes it could just be my energy that's out of alignment where I might have um, been out into a public place and I picked up people's energies without clearing my energy before coming back to me. And I'm bringing this along or I might have done an energy session with a client and um, I picked up some of their energy. So I really, you know, I, I when there's a struggle for me, I know I'm out of alignment and my mood. If I'm feeling like overly tired, I'm fatigued, I'm not. Oh, I don't feel like doing this why like what's going on there's something that's off for me that's how my first indication that I know that I'm out of alignment um and it, a lot of the times it's just to let's go have a walk out into nature let's let's clear my head let's breathe in some fresh air take some breaths um sometimes it's music I I have an entire list of empowering music that uh it's a thing for me in my business with my clients we 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 do music and or dancing like I really get myself out of my energy and then I sit down and I'm like okay let's journal a little journal has been huge for me this year so I'll journal a little how do I bring myself back what's going on without without overly thinking it because you don't want to get stuck in the why and the overthinking just okay I'm, I'm a little bit out what's going on do I need a break 
what needs to get done right now that I really need to look at and how can I start showing up in the energy that I want to show up and what can I do to bring myself out of it? So, yeah, I think contrast and feeling out of alignment is very valuable. Mm -hmm. Like it, that is that guidance system that something's just not working for me here. And at least I know for myself, the more I become sensitive to that, the faster we're able to course correct the uh, the swings that naturally happen in life yeah. and, and get to like understand ourselves and, and really work on that self-mastery so that we can stay aligned as much as possible. And, you know, Rachel and I, throughout these episodes, we've talked a lot of really light words and light conversation, like, you know, surrender and allow and trust. And they're, they're very light, high energies, but those darker energies allow us to see that contrast. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was saying earlier, you know, when we learn to actually give up the struggle, that's when we will actually allow in pleasure because we are meant to feel good. We are not meant to struggle. We're meant to recognize when we're out of alignment to bring us back in. But how long are you going to stay in that struggle before you're actually doing some work to to course correct. And anyone who says that, like, you know, struggle is just always a part of it. It's, it, it can be <laughs> for a blip to help us recognize, but if we're not willing to actually show up and do some work and course correct, then we're going to create more suffering than we actually need to. Absolutely. And, and you attract more of it, right? When you're in that energy, you just keep attracting and you're going to notice these things are happening. And you're like, why are these things happening to me? Yes. You need to get out of that energy. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much, Rachel. This has been such a beautiful conversation. My heart is so full. Uh, yeah, it's been like watching you grow. I mean, it's what a year and a half, two years, mm -hmm. you know, we started working together and watched you go through all that and, you know, really blossom. Blossom is the word that I have for you. And I know Rachel Rose is your, uh, your, your soul name. My soul so, name. It, it's just, it's so fitting. Um, do you have any last words here for any women who are listening? Maybe I they're, just, maybe they're in business pivoting. Like maybe they're mm -hmm. like, everyone's talking about growth and I don't know what this is. Like maybe someone's like, I'm in it. I feel you. <laughs> Absolutely. And my biggest thing was fear and it's to start recognizing when are you in fear and when are you in love? Right. And there's a huge distinction between the two. And like you were saying, there's a huge contrast between the two. And so if you're feeling yourself in the middle of this right now, or you are feeling yourself struggling or stuck, I want you to take a nice deep breath, close your eyes and just feel into your body and just notice, am I in fear? Am I showing up out of lack or am I in love? Am I in abundance? Am I expanding? And just feel how your body feels and Tap in. Your body is your best tool. Start tapping in. Start spending time listening, and it'll guide you. It'll guide you out of anything that you're going through. And it's a great, if you're in the middle of it right now, your body's a great anchor for you to get into and like get out of your head, get into your body and anchor into it for any messages or guidance that it has for you. I love that you touched on the, the physical body there. So many signs and symptoms. That's why I, I believe, you know, focusing on our health is so key. Like the more inflammation we have, it, it, I look at it as almost like clogging up our communication channel with, uh, with, with source, God, whatever someone wants to call that universe, or even, you know, just our own inner being. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. Blocks. Those are yes. your blockages. We can have an entire other conversation. I know, I know. <laughs> we could keep going. Thank you so much, Rachel. It has been such a treat over these last uh, four parts with you and for you sharing your journey so openly with us and vulnerable. Um, I'm sure you've helped so many women through their journey. So thank you so much. 
Thank you for having me. It's been a blessing to be here. Like I said, my heart is so full right now. You have just made my day. Wonderful. Thanks, Rach. Thank you. Thank you for joining me on this episode today. My website, simplysara.com, is a great place for me to continue to support you on your journey to alignment, joy, and fulfillment. There you will find upcoming retreats that I am hosting, resources, books, and many other helpful tools to help you on your travels through this thing called life.